Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. My name is Nancy and I'm so excited. Today is my first podcast. Um, like I said, my name is Nancy. I live in Phoenix, Arizona. I was actually born in New Jersey. I moved out here probably when I was in about, gosh, I think it was fourth grade, end of my fourth grade year. I am one of seven kids, six girls and one boy. And we've been here since the 70s. Um, you could imagine with six girls and one boy, we always wanted to do something. So my mom always had us cleaning the house, grabbing some wood, painting, hammering, just doing whatever we could, building. We did a lot of fun stuff. So I think that's where it all started was repurposing stuff when I was a kid. So we'll fast forward to now. I am a shop owner, actually a vintage shop owner in Phoenix, Arizona. We sell more vintage furniture. We sell, I know my husband doesn't like this word, but knickknacks. We sell everything from farmhouse, vintage, French Prudential, shabby chic, mid-century modern, a little bit of everything. My store is, is actually a really fun store. It's called Everything Goes. So I love when people come into the shop and they're like, hey, where did you get that great table? And I just look at them and I was like, it doesn't just appear. And that's the name of this podcast, it doesn't just appear. So we go out, we find stuff, we repurpose it, we do whatever we can to make it look fabulous, and then we sell it. So today I have with me Wendy. How are you, Wendy? I'm great. How are you, Nancy? Good. And Wendy is a vendor at my shop. She's been a vendor now at my shop for almost nine years. Yeah. Right? It's gone fast. Time flies when you're having fun. I guess it does. <laughs> my goodness. Um, her husband, Mark, is here with us as well. How are you doing, Mark? I'm doing great. And Lenny is here as well, my husband. Just the producer. Oh, he's just the producer. Just the producer. Just the producer. Just so, in the background. Wendy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? How did you start You know, this business? So I've always loved design, and when we were young and married very young, we didn't have any money. So I had to repurpose everything for my house to get it to have the aesthetic and design I liked. So it started with that out of just sheer necessity of having to try to create the look you want on a very minimal budget. And as the years progressed, then the kids went to school, and I used to shop at your store for years. I remember that. And all my house is filled with your stuff. My fabulous finds. Fabulous treasures. <laughs> okay. And um, so I, Mark said, you should go and ask if you can get a spot in there. So it all started with Mark. Oh, Mark. I just want to say, really everybody. should from Mark right now. <laughs> I don't hear it, but I'm going to hear it right now. I'll clap for, thank you, thank you. I would um, bow. And I was petrified because honestly, when you've done something out of necessity, you start to question if you're even good. You just think you just do it because you have to. Right. So I didn't have the confidence, mm -hmm. but you were so sweet. And when I walked in, you said, oh, I see everything you buy. And I know that your look would work in the I said store. That? You did. Gosh, I am sweet. So it's been from that moment on. And I remember being just so nervous that I wasn't going to succeed and wouldn't sell anything or do anything and Mark was my big confident in telling me to keep doing it and pushing through and I haven't looked back and have not regretted it one bit and I've loved every minute. Oh, thank you. That is the weirdest thing you have ever said. <laughs> and you know what? I am so glad you're here today because this is your 30 day notice. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Where's the hidden camera so we get my reaction? <laughs> oh my gosh. That'll I'm be the next stage. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, like, what are your, I kind of know what your favorite things are to pick, but why don't you tell everybody what are your favorite things to really find out there? I love anything rusty and dirty and discarded that someone's tossing aside mm -hmm. because I. Oh, pick me! Oh, I know! <laughs> 
<laughs> yes, I love all of that that's left on the curb that no one is interested in because I just think um, it's someone's treasure and you can always find a repurpose. And it's sad because so much of the stuff goes to the dump. And it's environmentally not good. Right. And it's really usually really good quality. I think now the trend is for people to um, actually do what we do. But when we all started years ago, that right. wasn't the trend. No. And people right. would rather just throw something away and buy something new at a big box store. Right. And um, a couple podcasts down from this, we're going to talk about how the times have changed. And we used to go out, and all of us, I don't want to get into it all, but we all did this long before a lot of other famous people yeah. did. I've had what is called a farm sink, which is really called an apron sink, for over 10 years now. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, but we'll talk about that later. So um, I want you to give a plug real quick um, to yourself. I know you have, besides being at my shop, you also um, do some child labor in your garage. I do. It's a sweatshop <laughs> for me, but I love it. So when our son went off to college, I wanted to find a way to think of him, and I didn't like his school's colors are red and black, and I didn't. that's not my home at all, as you know. So I came up with the idea of coordinate signs that say the college underneath. And I keep our palette really neutral. It's just black and white options. And um, it took off far more than I expected. And where so can people find your My signs your you can signs. find on Etsy. It's the Birch Lamb Road. And you can also find us online, birchlamroad.com. And at your okay. store. And at my shop as well. Yes, very good. Mark, do you help out at all over there? I am not the handy one, no. I just buy the product. That's it. So I what, buy and clean up. What's the signs? The signs are about what? You know, the easiest way I tell my friends, it's really what you want. If you have a favorite location, a favorite memory, something that brings back a memory, a, a place that you've visited, anything that has a coordinate, which is... The we, longitude latitude. It's a longitude and latitude. And amazingly enough, we did one for one of my work colleagues whose parents lived in Mexico. Um, you know, and it was pretty amazing to find the longitude and latitude there on a street where it is all dirt. She didn't think we could find it. We were able to find it and make that sign. Right. So, I mean, it can be anything and everything. We can do an exact location of an address or we can do a general area of like a city state. Well, you know, I'm not actually sure. My number one rule is hope for the best, plan for the worst. Yes, we did have one of those ones. <laughs> Do you remember our first, your we first hundred We had an issue the first time with our signs. We were off. Apparently, there's a geological longitude, latitude, or something. And uh, you learned real quick. We learned quick. Right, we learned quick. So when we're out and about and we're looking for fun things, I mean, we find stuff all over the place, and everything yeah. has a story. Well, our favorite is usually like a salvage yard or a garbage pile. Do you remember when you went to the salvage yard and you had a dress on? From Yeah, from anthropology. <laughs> I, I wasn't dressed. We never are appropriately dressed for where we go. Okay, so, you know, it doesn't just appear our, our funny story. So I just have to tell this one funny story. So Wendy and I were getting ready to go to a salvage yard and she calls me up and she's like, oh, I met my, I think it was Tristan's, um, teacher conferences. I'm at his teacher conferences and I'm on my way, I'm on my way, um, but I hope you don't mind I'm wearing a sundress. And I'm like, Wendy, we're going to a salvage yard. So she tells me she's wearing a sundress. I'm in like shorts and tennis shoes and I thought, you know what I'm going to do? Do you remember what I did? I do. Okay. You so, put your prom dress on. 
<laughs> from I, a year ago. From a year ago, that's right. I go in my closet and I find this really long white dress that was skin tight. I zipped it up, sucked it in, and I, I like held everything in. And Wendy comes to the door and I'm watching her walk up and she looks really cute in these high heel platform, platform sandals and this little dress. And I open the door and... And you are ready to go all dressed up with no ball. <laughs> I was not prepared for that. I was dying of laughter. So long story short, we ended up, I obviously um, changed my clothes and we went to a salvage yard and we yes. got some fabulous metal. And after this podcast, we'll go outside because Lenny, we still have that metal on the side of our house. He wanted it to rust up. And guess what? Seven years later, it's still on the side of my house. Oh, well, Lenny. No dough, no show. <laughs> You know muriatic acid rusts up fast. Right. Fast, it yeah. does, doesn't it? But why didn't you do that? I don't know. Ask okay. my neighbor. <laughs> I'm sure she doesn't like it there. I love the smell of my pump in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, that was That's just good. Quite a funny it's story. Fun. I mean, you just go where the road leads you, and there's never really a plan, is there? No, there's never a plan. And I always say that everything has a story. Yeah. But it's not only the story about the piece of furniture and what period it came from. It's a story of how we found it, how yeah. we got it in the vehicle. Was it raining? Was it snowing? Did the kids have to stand on the side of the road while we took the piece back to the shop or back to our house and then went back and picked up our kids because right. we really wanted that table? Or ride in a bathtub in the back of your car because there's no room left for your children. I remember that as well. Yeah, that was a fun one. So let's tell them the, the story when we went up north. and Our families, the guys were there. Oh, yeah, which reminds me... Um, I have a picture that I found the other day, and it's pretty funny because we were so young, and it was only nine years ago or seven years ago. Well, considering that face app, I'm I'm on a downhill path with <laughs> aging very quickly. <laughs> face that app, just yeah, I don't about. like that face. No, app. I don't like that either. Yeah. So here we all went up as a family, and we were up north, and we were all having a great time. We were riding around in the truck, and we had an off-road vehicle. And the guys stop in front of this really old, abandoned abandoned house. Yeah. And we're in there with the kids in the car, and they're looking out at the elk in the pasture, and Mark and Lenny disappear. And Mark, do you remember where you walked? I pretty much walked all around that property and made it inside a specific area in that abandoned house. Uh, specific area? <laughs> I mean, I can't really deny or be for sure about it, but I was in that area and called Lenny. There was some pretty magnificent stuff in this one area of this abandoned house. It, seriously, you guys, it was an abandoned house. It was very old, and when we looked in the windows, it really looked like somebody just got up and left, so we thought maybe the house had asbestos in it or something there were, happened. There were mugs on the table... It was as it was as though they just vanished. Correct. Yeah. And Mark and Lenny, we go over and we find this old. I think it was a garage, and here they are opening the door. And what do they do? They start peeking around inside of this abandoned garage, and we're like, "What are you guys doing?" And yeah. Mark, do you remember what Mark had? I, I don't really recall, but I had a lot of stuff in my hands. I think they were jugs, and they weren't mine or Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> and they weren't Lenny's either. <laughs> 
So no, Mark got some old jugs. Lenny was like, look at this. There's an old crib in here. So we thought, oh my gosh, this is really cool, but we can't. For the record, there were no, no trespassing signs. It was just right. falling apart. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So we basically um, are telling the guys, come on, you guys, we better go. We better go. Yeah. And the guys are like, no, no, no. Look at all this cool stuff. There's an old crib in here. There's a lot of neat stuff. And this was just the garage. This wasn't the house. No. So all of a sudden, we... Oh, pick me! Oh, I know! I know! Me! Me! It was calling out to us. So basically, we um, we tell the guys it's time to go because, you know, we don't want to steal. No. And there's really cool stuff to pick, but it's not ours. So we, you thought you could maybe locate if That's someone right. owned it. Yes. And... But at the same time, the kids are all left in the car, and we're in the car. We are, actually, you and I are just walking back to the car because we just told Mark and Lenny, come on, you guys, let's go. And we see someone. And we see a gentleman walking up the hill, and he's walking slow. And the kids are yelling, let's go, let's go, he's got a gun. Right. And across his chest, he's got this big black gun. Kids today, so desensitized by movies and television. So we we are like to the kids, just calm down, calm down. It like, did. It looked like a gun. Oh, yeah. And, and they're yelling. He was coming right towards us. With a gun. Yeah, with a gun. Right. And so I'm like, Lenny, Mark, Mark, let's go, let's go. Do you guys remember that? I mean. Yes. But you didn't run to a rescue. The sun was setting, and all we saw was the silhouette of this, the image of this man walking up. And I, I swear I heard, I heard the breathing <laughs> yeah. as well. Oh, yeah. Walking up with what looked like. A gun. A big gun. Right. You know, that's very similar. It kind of gives me the chills. <laughs> <laughs> so we all get in the car. Mark and Lenny are coming as fast as they can. Mark, I think, put down the jugs. And And Tristan, I still remember his face. He's like, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so, so we go ahead and we... We get in the car, and this guy comes up, and he goes, <sighs> You do that well. <laughs> Thank you. What are you guys doing? And we're like, what do you mean? We're leaving. And I look down, and across his chest is oxygen. It was not a gun. It was not a gun. It was oxygen. So the guy told us who he was, and he was a really nice guy. We had tons of questions about, you know, who lives here, Right. What's going on with this house? He was very informative. He'd lived there his whole life. His whole life, yes. Yeah. And he was a nice guy. So we ended up actually getting the people's names and number, and we tried to get in touch with them, but I don't think they wanted to get in touch with us. No, well, when he walked up, I thought he said something like, I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> very similar. Like I said, we were up north there. Yeah. But yes, that was, that was fun. It was, um, we actually left... And didn't get anything no. on that trip. No. But we made great memories. We made great Which, memories. Which, honestly, that's a successful pick. I know. We make great memories. There you go. That's my girl, Wendy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Another time we took a trip up north, um, you were looking for some, what are those, uh, theater chairs. Yes. Yeah. Did you find those online? Was, is that how, what? Because we knew where they were at. They were at a, an, um... Kind of like a thrift store up there. Yeah, no, that happened to be luck of the draw. That was luck of the draw? That was luck of the draw. So you and I drove up there. And for we were random gonna, things. For random things. Yeah. And we stopped at this one thrift store. And I still kind of remember. 
Yeah. It was back a ways, and we had to back the truck into it. Yes. And um, we found these really, really cool. Yeah, they were great. I wanted to keep those. And we sold That's those. the problem. We yeah. always want to keep everything, but you just can't. No. Because then you become a hoarder. Hoarder. And we don't want to be hoarders. No, and we're and borderline that at it, times. You know. You must pay for everything in this world one way and another. <laughs> there is nothing free except the grace of God. That is so sentimental, Lenny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I am the producer. <laughs> yes. That is amazing. Lenny is our producer here. And you're doing a great job, Lenny. <laughs> Thank you. So we went up there. We found these fabulous... Which never happens. You never right. find what you're actually looking for. But we weren't looking. No. And that's why we found them. And yeah. if you remember, we did sell them at Jark of the Trunk. We did. They went to a fabulous home. There was a great story behind it. I don't remember the story, but it was a good story. I could tell you that. It was a movie theater that had been torn down there. And for some reason, they tossed all the theater chairs, but that set right. saved. Someone in the town had saved the set, and then someone had donated the set. So. And so it was black. I remember they were black. Some little With seats wood were, seats. Yep, some were a little torn up a little bit. Yeah. But it wasn't bad. No. But yes, that was a fabulous piece. Yeah. So why don't you tell me about... Um, one of your trips that you went on, didn't you go with her, Mark? No, I just ended up paying for that trip. Oh, you did? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> the fabulous 40th birthday trip. Yes, that was a cross-country pick. Hey, wait a minute, I got a great idea. I'll stick with you. That was a cross-country pick from um, Dallas back to here. And we, girlfriends we? and I, girlfriends and I went for my 40th. I think our, wait, who went with you? What were your girlfriends' names? Um, it was Patty. Dee and um, her sister. Okay, all three of you mm -hmm. decided that you were going to go for my birthday. Oh. So we all flew in, and then um, Dee and I, well, we road tripped across Dallas, and then or Texas, and then Dee and I, we uh, drove the U-Haul back. And filled it up. Filled it up. Did you have any fun stories there? You know, none of people with guns or anything of that nature. <laughs> but it was just a really great girls bonding time on a picking trip, you know, you don't care how you're dressed or how you look, and you can just go have fun and get out there and meet the most interesting people and different people. Nothing brings people together like junk. And this podcast, because I love that I don't have to look beautiful, because all you do is hear you my always voice. You always look beautiful. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? I think one of my favorite memories, though, has to be with our son when we were all together. And I was wanting a cast iron tub, do you oh, remember? I do. And we were up north again, and we stumbled across a garage sale, stumbled across a cast iron tub. As we were all carrying ice cream cones. Wow. Well, Lenny, you remember were there. We, just got the, we had just got all the ice cream. Yeah. And okay. we were on our way back. And you guys met us, and we had to load this tub, and then... That's right. We didn't have a truck at the time, so we had a... Armada. 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 And we had to put the tub in and then realize we didn't have a room for our son. And how old? He was probably a freshman in high school then. No, he was maybe 12. Oh, he was 12. He had to ride in the bathtub in the car down the mountain back here. And he was sitting in the back and he's getting madder and madder. And he finally said, why can't we just be like a normal family and buy normal things and our house stays the same, like normal people. And I think that's, we're not normal, right? If you do this, you're not normal. No, we paint and change our house weekly. Weekly. Wendy, every time you bring something fabulous in the store, you say, is this from <laughs> this your house? house? This is from your house.
almost because I remember selling to this to you about four years ago. Yes. And then uh, a couple years later, or sometimes it's been months later. Or sometimes weeks later. It comes back <laughs> into the store. It does. It does full circle. But we love it for a season, or and we redo it, or just tire of it and change it all up. Hey, can I say that's why the name Everything Goes fits perfect? Because everything goes. Everything goes. That's everything goes. That's right. And I don't know if I said this in the beginning of the podcast, but that is the name of my shop, Everything Goes. And we are at 11649 North Cave Creek Road in Phoenix, Arizona. A lot of people think we are on Cave Creek, but we are not in Cave Creek. We are on Cave Creek Road. Um, 5,000 square foot store filled uh, with fabulous finds. I have over 30 vendors, like I said. Wendy is one of our fabulous vendors there. My husband and I also have a space there. Mark has been trying to get in for years, but we will not allow him in. Sooner or later, I'll be there. It's going to be amazing. You guys are going to love it when I bring my stuff in. We will. If you're ever at the shop, um, Wendy's booth is REN, and that stands for? Reclaim Nest. Reclaim Nest. And she is down the ramp on the right-hand side. She's got a nice-sized booth, and she sells a lot of, like she said, shabby things. Um, you do industrial as well. I do. I love industrial. I love farm primitive um, a bit of everything, but I kind of stick to my design choice. If I wouldn't put it in my home, chances are I wouldn't put it in my booth. Right. But that's what we all do, and then it does make the booths all unique because your whole store has the boobs or the booths. The booths. Okay, she has a little bit of an accent. She was uh, she was born in Australia. Australia, in English. <laughs> That's a terrible Australian accent. <laughs> but it is what sets your store apart, that every uh, vendor has their own style. Right. We all shop for a certain aesthetic, and it makes anyone of any style choice can find something for their home in your store. Thank you. You're so sweet. So, am I sweet? You are sweet. You're supposed to say that. I was waiting. Oh, you are so sweet. <laughs> the sweetest sweet. Money is being exchanged now. <laughs> As Wendy and I are sitting here, I think I said this a little bit earlier, a lot of people always said I have a very good radio voice and it kind of took offense to it because maybe I didn't have a good face for TV. <laughs> but Wendy and I are sitting here on the couch and we both look down and we have the same exact nail polish on. What are the chances of that? And it's chippy. Just and I, I just had a pedicure two weeks ago. And it's, well, Wendy, you're supposed to have one like every week, I think. In our business, we can't. Okay, it's right, expensive. right, right. So another thing I want to talk um, to Wendy about is when we're out picking, sometimes we feel like liars. Do we do? Maybe. <laughs> I know my mom, every time she goes to a sale, she's like, oh, my daughter's looking for a desk for her son. I'm thinking, my son's 27. He doesn't even live at home anymore. <laughs> do you sometimes sip a little bit? No, but I don't ever tell them that it's going to a store. Right? So I'm I sorry. I withhold information. She sends Mark to do that. <laughs> is that what you do? I'm not, you know, I'm not great at negotiating. I will be honest. Right? I call that bull talk for a one-eyed fat man. <laughs> You're very good at negotiating. I love picking with you because you are good at that. I'm not. I I just almost give them more money than what they're asking. That is so bad. true. <laughs> I do feel bad. $12, I'll pay you 15 and I'll take it. <laughs> I'm really not good. I I have. To I don't need change for that I'm, twenty, sir. Now, Mark, it might not be that bad. It might be, but Mark, we're like good cop, bad cop, and when you and I go, Nance, you're good cop, bad cop too. Right. So I try to be the good cop. 
I'm really friendly and sweet. She's got that down. Oh, wait a second. Are you saying I'm not friendly no, you're and friendly sweet? friendly and sweet, too, but then you show the guns, like, you know. That's right. I, I want a deal. Well, and the thing is that if I'm going to drive somewhere, and I'm going right. to find something, and I'm going to clean it, and I'm going to repurpose it, I really, really, really think I should get a deal. And time is money. So our t we are saving people the time of the hunt. We enjoy that. Most right. people don't. Right. Um, and it is work to, we spend hours fixing it up, cleaning it, painting, whatever we have to do to something. Right. So I agree with you. I'm just not good at it. And again, it doesn't just appear. We work our butts off to make it look like it does. In the heat. In, in the 115 heat. degrees. Right. Yeah. Well, that's our sob story. That's our sob story, yes. That's right. Well, Living the whole idea is to get it to everything go. Yeah. There we go. Let's see? That is the whole idea. Sad good? Yes, sir! Well, I think they're having fun with this. I think so. I think Lenny might get his 30-day notice, too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right there with you, Lenny. You never got hired. Oh. Oh, my gosh. But, but being a picker, a junker, um, a vendor, mm -hmm. anything you want to call yourself, it is a lot of fun. Um, we can't tell all our secrets, can we? No. No, 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 no. But I do tell some people sometimes when I'm out and about that I do own a vintage shop. Because a lot of times they'll ask, what are you going to do with this piece? And I tell them, I, I mean, I'm going to repurpose it. I'm going to strip it down. I'm going to take all the legs off of it. I'm going to turn it into a coffee table. And then maybe... Are you a picker? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Um, is there a problem with a picker? Oh, pick me. Oh, I know. I know me. Me. Oh, my lordy bee. But it is it is fun. I have a lot of fun doing it. I meet a lot of great people. You do I meet mean, a lot of great people. And everyone wants to share their story or share where it came from. You know, we do, like, occasional garbage can and dump site. But <laughs> if there are actual people, we love hearing from them, talking to them, and just connecting with other people. Right. Well, I will end it on this really cool um, story. I met this lady, gosh, it's probably been two and a half years ago. And her mother had passed away, and she had this really small house. I could say where it was at. It was in Glendale. And it was full of stuff. I mean, this lady was a hoarder like you wouldn't believe. I found really, really fabulous stuff. But she connected me with her niece, um, whose father had passed away. And we went there, and the house was filled with taxidermy stuff. I mean, so much taxidermy stuff that... I didn't know what to do with it all. Lenny and I went. I called some friends over. Did I call you? I don't think so. Oh, I guess you weren't my friend then. I didn't get the call. <laughs> <laughs> but we found oh, lots. Me. Oh, I know. I know. Me. Me. The really cool thing is the gal um, that I met, her niece, took me over to her dad's house. And it, it's sad because her dad had just passed away. He had collected all of this taxidermy stuff for years, including antlers, hides, hoofs, things that he made, fabulous, fabulous stuff. And they didn't want to just throw them away. I mean, this was their dad's collection. Right. So we go over there, and I take Addie. You remember Addie who used to work for us? Yeah, I yeah. do. Uh, Addie would still be working for us if she wasn't in... Africa, right? That's right. That's where she lives right now. She actually lives in Namibia. But anyways, um, I know that she loved making um, jewelry and belts, all leather work. So they happened to have a snake... Um, that was dead in the freezer, and it was a rattlesnake, and it had fabulous, fabulous skin on it. Is that what it's called, snake skin? Yeah. Yeah. So Addie went over, and she purchased, I don't know, it wasn't, I mean, she just purchased a bunch of stuff, including that snake skin, and she took it home, and she put it in her freezer, and her mom opened the freezer, and... I love the 
smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> and her mom opened the freezer and couldn't believe there was a snake, a dead snake in her freezer. But, you know, there's a little bit of everything, for, something for everybody, I guess you yeah. could say. So after all of the picking that we did, I actually became friends with the gal who her dad passed away. And recently I called her because I knew that my daughter's softball team was playing a softball team in their small town. So we uh, connected again and talked. So again, you meet friends you from all over. You do make connections, yeah. yeah. I don't know if we're friends, but we made a connection. And I Which got is whole, great. We got a dead snake and a lot of antlers. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> so it is fun. This, this picking is fun. It is fun pickings. Fun pickings. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up, and I want to say thank you again to Wendy and Mark for being here. Thank you to all you guys for listening. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. It was awesome. Well, I'm going to end the show by saying so long and good night or good morning or whenever you're listening. And good pickings. (laughs) 